Am I going to get into my radio host voice? <laughs> okay, okay. So that's a, so we can talk about what you, what you talk about with your um, with your neighbor. I'm surprised you're not even jealous because I talked about those things that we usually uh, talk, like you and I talk about, like anything, and you didn't even react. You don't love me anymore. Uh, I I guess not. I I didn't realize that until now, but yeah, I guess the love is gone. So sorry. You asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right. So, um, welcome to the Artemamila podcast episode two, where we talk about the different topics that me and Mila usually talk about that people I think think about anyway and um, we think are interesting. So on this podcast, we're going to kick things off with uh, something people love to hate, which is the world of online dating. Uh, And this is a hot topic. It seems like most people are meeting their uh, worse and better halves online these days and with mixed results. So uh, Mila and I often brush on this topic, and I think we'll have a chance to really crack the nut, so to speak, on it today. Actually, actually, it's not uh, completely like that, because we usually talk about uh, literally anything, and eventually we just uh, end up talking about sex and exes. <laughs> That's just how it works. <laughs> All conversations lead to sex and exes. It's, it's, it's it's the same as it's the same as uh, uh, just uh, being online and surfing the internet and uh, like you watch the news and then you um, scroll through some um, news feed on your um, social media and then bam it's somehow it's five a.m. and you're watching a pig in labor. <laughs> pig in labor. <laughs> um, like how did that happen? I, maybe we should name this thing Sex is a Nexus. That sounds like a great name for a podcast. Or maybe Pigan Labor. Pigan Labor. That's like a very Slovenian podcast. That's like very Eastern <laughs> Europe. Like, the pig is again in labor. I rejoice. Um, I don't know that our Western audience will be as excited about that. Um, uh, title as we are, but um, yeah, let's let's talk about let's talk about sexes and exes as we often do. So, I mean, I've been in the online dating scene since before it was cool, when it was still like you know shady shady people are the only people that date online, where sites like HotOrNot.com were the was the way that people got together, and MySpace.com was the way that people got together. This is like before OkCupid. This is like when. Um, like Match.com and Chemistry.com were just just getting rolling. So wait a second, you did, say, did you say sh- shady or shitty? Both. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, it was considered shady, right? People. If it's if that. it's both, I think uh, it's called uh, Craigslist. Believe it or not, people used to find people on Craigslist. That used to happen until people would would get stabbed. People showed up in other people's houses and got stabbed. Literally, this happened. I think in Boston, some some psycho did this, and and after that, people are like, oh, maybe I shouldn't like go to a random stranger's house without any other knowledge. Um, so that kind of put an end to the to the whole oh, Craigslist pe- mess. Pe- people still manage to find uh, um, each other on Craigslist as well. It's just uh, the type of people they find there is uh, yeah psychos. I mean, unless you're looking for one, but Craigslist in that case, it's is, fine. 
Yeah, in that case, cr- you you you've reached the target. All the uh, you, you got your goal. It's such a it's such a like dark part of the dating world. Like there is a, a personal section in Craigslist, but it's so dark. It's like it's like the dark web of online dating, right? So you have like the regular internet, and then you have like the secret dark web where all the pedophilia and drugs hang out. Like Craigslist is the dark web of online dating. That's like where the the fringe of the fringe, like people who wear masks when they hang out together. Like, that's that's the kind of thing that goes on on Craigslist. So, yeah, let's not touch the... Cra- like, Craigslist is way off, like, the scale. So I think, you know, let's focus on some of the more uh, mainstream stuff, like, for example, OkCupid. So I sent you that article earlier this week because I thought it was really on point with some of the things we talked about before. And the article was basically a study... Uh, a statistical study of um, the quantity of responses and the relative attractiveness of men on um, on OkCupid. Um, and our, or was it OkCupid or was it Tinder? I think it was... I think it was uh, both. It doesn't it really matter. I mean, they're, yeah. they're pretty much the same. Yeah, and, and the, the, the... You know that, you know that OkCupid is basically Tinder rehab. Is that, is that what it is? How so? How's, <laughs> yeah. how's okay, Cupid Tinder recap, rehab? <laughs> because, Why? Because Mila says so. <laughs> Must be true. Must be true. Yeah. I mean, so like, so like, if you're if you're done with Tinder, like, oh my God, no more Tinder. Your place away from Tinder is okay, Cupid. Like you go. Well, yeah, sort of. <laughs> That's and the methadone. You, like, is it the me- the methadone of of Tinder? Of of heroin? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I think that there's a rehab for OkCupid, okay, uh, and that rehab is called Bumble. I oh, have no man. idea how you can stop using Bumble. Maybe you just go back to Craigslist to close the circle of uh, these crazy things. I don't with online I don't dating. I don't want to touch Craigslist. It's one of those things when once you touch here, you can never untouch it. But I use Bumble a little bit. I can't say I'm too impressed with Bumble. But I, well, let's let's we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. So. Yeah, so the article says basically the following. It says, and what what I've talked about with you in any case, like remember we talked about and and you're like, well, you know, I when it, when like a guy messages me, like I kind of don't want to see just a hi, hello, like or hi, how are you, or all the, the extremely typical bullshit that you see guys open with in online dating. And you kind of want to see something thoughtful or something funny, or you want to, you know, you want some substance in yeah, your, I remember, your message. Yeah, I remember that. I had that opinion. But uh, since, since about recently, I changed my mind. And, uh, I mean, I changed my mind completely. I'm not even uh, using online dating anymore. But uh, when I did that uh, recently, I, like, to be honest, I don't really care what they say. Like, unless it's, it's not a dick picture, they can say, hi, how are you? Like, I, I think I became more, uh, more like a man. Uh, I, I just look at the picture and how they look. I just care about the looks. What's, what's worse? I mean, like I mean, later, high, I mean, later, I mean, later, I mean, later, I Which one is worse? Well, well, it depends on a dick pic. <laughs> I mean, most of them, I mean, l- looking at those, uh, uh, at all those penises, uh, like what I thought was like, I can't really, like, you can only use them for the sake of love. It can be something like, oh my God. I want it now. Like, I want it, I want it, I want it. It's just, eh. Like, how do you live like that, dude? Like, seriously. I'm so sorry yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's mean, but it's true. 
But it's interesting that you had a turnaround that you don't really care that you're looking at picks because I think I think it's like the so we talked about the fact that the experience of online dating for a girl versus for a guy are two very very different experiences because basically the um the what the analysis showed in that article is that when you ask a man to kind of rank a girl by attractiveness their ranks will spread through the scale. So they'll find some ones, some twos, some threes, some fours, some fives, some six, some sets, some sevens, eights, nines, and tens. Like they will kind of have a spread of attractiveness across girls. Whereas, and that spread will be fairly even. You'll have like roughly the same number of girls in each rating category, which which kind of means that men are really discerning. They're sort of kind of connoisseurs, right? It's like being able to rate a, a wine on, on a 10-point scale, right? This wine is like a 9.4, and this wine is like an 8.5. Whereas when it comes to women, what you find is there's like extremely few guys who hit the 8, 9, or 10 mark, like, you know, less than less than collectively 10% or like 5%. But right, because you can't... Uh, yeah. Because a girl, like, you can't really see it... Uh, um, uh, the text, uh, the text is information, uh, in online dating. That's why <laughs> you can't really give a guy an eye on a 10 right away. <laughs> you can't see their <laughs> bank account right now. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so, so by, by looks alone, right? By looks alone, the way that the women would rate the guys, like on Tinder or whatever, is, is very, very skewed. Like most guys will get horrible ratings. And also very inconsistent, like what, you know, when a girl thought, like some girls will think a guy is a two and another girl will think a guy is a seven. So like very inconsistent and then very skewed towards the lower end. Like basically most girls think, according to the study, most girls think that most guys are, are fugly as hell. And, and then like just very, very few guys are really, really hot. Whereas when it comes to guys, it's, it's like a very kind of spread, like even spread thing. Which again, to me, it's more like got, like men are more sensitive to little differences in attraction, in attractiveness, and they they can discern like this girl's a seven and this girl's an eight, and there's a general level of consistency in that assessment. Whereas for girls, it seems like I hate to th- to say this, but it seems like girls don't know what the hell they're doing when they're judging men by physical appearance. It seems like they're just like they have no idea. It's like me trying to judge a wine, right? I'm like, like this wine sucks, Be- this wine sucks. This because wine it's not just it's about the appearance. I'm, I'm telling you, because it's not just about the looks. Like, okay, you, you have a pretty face, show me your tax return. So, so girls, don't don't just judge about attractiveness. Uh, like the, the, the face, it's not just about that. And I just had a crazy idea. Like, how... How fun it would be to, uh, to be able to rate someone, uh, in online dating. You know, like with, with Uber. Like, uh, he picks me up pretty fast, like this guy, he picks me up, uh, uh, pretty fast. Uh, it didn't take him long to, to get to, to me. Uh, he didn't annoy me with all the boring, um, talking. And, uh, the ride was smooth, so it's five stars. And then you just pass that information to, to all the other users of that online dating and they can see those stars and rating and they're like, oh, okay. I do believe that's, there was a fine. site that did that. There was a site many years ago, like 10 years ago that I was on that did that. You literally had like reviews for guys and their dates. You literally could read like, you know, he took me on a great date. We had a great time, blah, blah, blah. Like, 
like under the profile you can see reviews of the guy's dates. I don't remember what the site was called, but uh, but clearly did not survive because it's not. Yeah, um, I guess it's no longer. Like, I guess that website is no longer with us. Yeah, there's something about that idea. Like practically, it sounds like a you know that it's something useful, but it's it's really awful. No, it's really awful. It's fun to think about that, but it's really awful. It's like productizing people. Um, uh, it's like. A person is not a movie. You can't really rely on an opinion of some uh, people who watched the movie and didn't like it for some reason, and then they just write that angry uh, comment because you know, they had no one to watch that movie with. You know, it it, it goes back to the whole. But idea the movie itself can be really great. It, it goes back to to the, to the idea that finding chemistry with someone is not a project. It's not a it's not a goal that you can sequentially attain. Meaning, like in any project, you kind of you have a goal, and then you can define the, uh, the steps to reach that goal, and then you work on achieving those steps as milestones. That's a typical project, and that's your roadmap to to getting to the end of that project. And in this case, the end of the project is true love. But the the reality is that love is chaotic. There is no um, there's no f- function to get you from A to B for love. There's There are factors that are way out of anyone's control that completely derail the whole thing and that's why you see people getting together that you would never think would get together or that's why you see people who seem to be perfect for each other not really finding that level of attraction. You see people who date one type of person and are completely in love with them and then a year later, they're dating a completely opposite person, and they're completely in love with them. Uh, so there's all, or you see like these, you know, picture perfect couples who are crazy in love one day, and then a couple of years later, they're divorced or whatever. So it's it's complete chaos when it comes to um, attraction between two people, and so you can't really projectize it. Yeah, that's true, and I just remember like you you talking about love <laughs> for some reason i remember like getting back to that rating thing i remember that there's actually a website uh like an, in amsterdam there's a, a website uh for rating prostitutes like every time you yeah really like it, it, it literally exists it's like a forum with the it's like yelp but for hookers wow. we, we well, got like, there before, that quickly like, we got there yeah, that like, quickly you, <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, well you t- well look, you told me we only have 30 minutes so we right, got to squeeze all, right. all the intonation we got to squeeze all the hookers in. <laughs> uh, all right let's go uh, I, t- <laughs> I told you eventually we just end up talking about sex and this time it's just hookers all right i don't know why enough. like why not hookers are some people they're true. That's like I, I, we we can have that as another topic. That's a big topic. Yeah, and I, it's a big. We can, it's we a can big talk topic. a lot about it. We can talk a yeah. lot about it. But okay, yeah. I mean, fair. So yeah. So you have those sites that rate hookers. But back back in OkCupid land, right? So we agree. Like it's pretty chaotic that that you can't projectize love, but people still want to. They just don't see another way. Like that's how people think. They're and they're almost. They're trained to, to think of these ways because in, in regular life, you, the way you get a good grade, the way you get a good job, the way you perform well at a job, the way you make money, the way you do anything is this projectized approach that's effective for most things that are not chaotic. There's not that many things in life today that are chaotic for us, 
but love is certainly one of those things. So when we look at when we look at the OK Cupid experience, right, and um, the fact that attraction for women is so chaotic versus for for men it's pretty uniform. The experience, as a result, the experience of a man and a woman on, on Cupid or Tinder or whatever is very 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 different. So when you when you when when a guy goes on, um, let's say Tinder. Or Cupid, right? A guy basically, like even like a, a good-looking guy or a decent-looking guy, not like the hottest guy in the world, but someone who is like objectively, you know, like anywhere, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight, right? Um, or five, six, seven, right? Like a, like a decent-looking guy who generally can get a girl. Uh, the the experience of this guy in these online sites is they're messaging like hundreds of girls. Uh, and they'll only hear back from maybe less than a dozen of them. And of those that message back, and we, I mean, we talked about this, of those that message back, mo- like most of those are just like will not continue on in any in any form in a conversation or dating or anything. And only like one or two of those fewer than a dozen may result in a conversation and of which maybe one maybe will result in a date. So the the level of investment for like a a decent guy on one of these um, online dating sites is like really really heavy, and it's really like thankless also, because it's like you know girls want to hear something unique or they want to see something that's not hi how are you but a guy sitting there inventing creative things to say to hundreds of girls with no um, good response or with no any response is very demoralizing. Can you imagine like? You know, you, you like, you said something interesting about a girl's profile. You spent like five minutes thinking about it. And your chances are like 99% or higher that that comment will go nowhere. It will go into the trash. It will go into like a black hole. So, so as a result, guys are basically trained by this system not to value initial contact at all. Like initial contact is completely worthless because the chance of that contact succeeding or leading to anything let alone a date is like less than one in a hundred so that's the experience of a guy well uh no wonder i always said that online dating is basically like shopping in bulk it's like shopping at Costco. you shop in bulk and you have a return policy of uh, 45 days to Return that girl back online <laughs> if you don't like her. You just buy everything and then you just bring back whatever. Yeah, you end yeah, up it's, using. It's, it's, yeah, it's like exactly. It's like shopping in bulk. You just yeah. uh, try to get uh, everything you you see and you think you like it, and then when you come uh, go back home with all that stuff with you, they're like, yeah, maybe I don't need this dress, or maybe I can survive without that other pack of uh, beers. Actually, no, the beers is a bad example, but. I don't know something something else like the bacon. It can expire in like two days. Why why did I take that much? So I'll just return it. Sure. And girls so, want to um, be shopped for like a diamond ring. They want to be like you're the one ring that I want in the world, and I will do anything to get this ring. That's how girls want it to be. But the reality is, you're coming in and give me all of the rings. <laughs> give me all your rings, <laughs> and I will return almost all of them. Probably all of them. Yeah, girls want to shop for uh, diamond ring, and in return, they, they manage to find a guy who, who takes their own earrings and leaves. <laughs> so tell tell me a little bit about the experience of a girl um, in online dating. Like, what is it like 
for a girl, like a decent looking girl on OkCupid? Um, is it, you know, like, are you getting like a bazillion trillion messages every minute? Like, how do you, how do you, what is your process in, in like surviving this, this, these sites? Well, uh, I'm not really using them anymore, but when I did, it's a, it's a really a lot of messages, uh, once you go online, because uh, apparently you just appear in that, uh, search, um, engine system and uh, so that everybody can see your profile. I guess that's how it works. And uh, you get like really a lot of messages. Some of them are stupid. Some of them are inappropriate. There are some guys who just want um, uh, sex and they're looking for, um, for like a, uh, to be dominant or something or uh, vice versa. They want a dominatrix role to just play that sex game. Uh, so I, I got that. Like I got a lot of messages like that. And, uh, yeah, I got those dick pictures, but not like actual dick pictures. It was like the, the, those dudes just put, uh, a dick picture, uh, as a profile picture. And, uh, they just texted me. And eventually I just saw that picture because I looked at their profile and I'm like, oh, really? I mean, at some point, I, I told you this story. At some point, I actually, like, a, a guy texted me, um, what do you think? Basically bragging about his dick. And, uh, by that time, there were so many of those pictures that I suggested, like, I decided to tell the guy what's wrong with the picture. Like, from the, uh, <laughs> uh like, like, seriously, not, not what's wrong with his penis, but what was wrong with the picture, because the picture itself was kind of bad. Like, the lighting was not... The lighting uh, was all off. <laughs> it was, no, 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 it was just uh, bad, and uh, the, the angle that he took, uh, that selfie, was not uh, the best one to take a dick picture, because it just made his uh, dick smaller. To look smaller because because of that angle, uh, and uh, I just saw all of that, and um, I was like, "Listen, dude, if you really want to impress a girl with that kind of picture, first of all, put your pants on." <laughs> I mean, that will really impress a girl. And uh, I actually told him what was wrong with the picture, and guess what? He texted me back like, "Oh, really? Thanks. Can I like can I take another one and show you, and you you can okay, like can you tell me if it's." Good enough. Suddenly, I'm like, suddenly you're the dick pic expert. Sure. Yeah. I'm like, sure, but in that case, I'll probably have to charge you uh, like per minute or something or per yeah, message. Yeah, I mean, Because <laughs> now I'm actually consulting you. Wow, that's hilarious. Have you have you ever gone out with a guy who sent you a dick picture? Uh, I did, but first we went out and then we started dating and then he sent me a dick picture. So that's that doesn't count. Like dick pics during dating was like, is, is, is Oh, okay. I love it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Seriously. In fact, in fact, I'm the one who engages them to uh, to do that. I it's love that. Crazy. It. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I what is the occasion? Girl... Like, what's what's an occasion to send the girl a dick pic when you're dating? Like, what's a good occasion to do that? Uh, like it's a not happy like birthday you, dick like... pic. Or like... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like you need an excuse. And by the way, like a happy birthday, it shouldn't like a dick pic uh, shouldn't be considered as a as a present. Because that's like a, it's like giving a, uh, a birthday card as a present. It's like flowers. It's like flowers, right? You no, should just be able to well, give yeah, flowers yeah. for flowers no reason. It's not a present itself, exactly. <laughs> Why? Uh, by, the way, by, like... <laughs> by the way, speaking about that, uh, something I've noticed about dick pictures is that guys do not, uh, it, it, it should, uh, usually what they do is it, uh, it's either one, it's either their face or their dick. It never comes together, like two in one, in, in a picture. Is that bad? Uh, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's good. Uh, it's just something that, that I've noticed. 
Like, n- I've never met a guy who would take a picture uh, of his dick, including his face in that picture. It's kind of a hard angle to maneuver, you know? You kind of no, no, to... no, 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 it's not about that. It's, uh, it, it, they do that on purpose. I don't know, maybe they just don't want to be... Uh, maybe they have trouble, uh, like, they, they don't want their face to be associated with that dick or vice versa. That's true. That's, so, that's, um, a, that's a good, it's, it's like, a good point. It's like, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, it's sort of an embarrassment or something. Like, like, like for example, we're, girls... We're in, like, we're in the depths of dick pic etiquette. Yes. Yeah, maybe some sort of... In fact, I think it should be uh, some sort of uh, etiquette, like a, uh, like a world uh, internationally accepted way to send a dick picture. Hmm. Like a, like I a didn't polite realize way. this is oh, like so... By the way, by the way, speaking about a polite, oh, oh my god, I can talk about this for hours. Like it is, I think it is so unpolite to send um, a dick picture or any nude picture. It's it's not really about uh, dicks; it's just about nude pictures. Um, it, it is so unpolite to send an old nude picture. It should it it should always be exclusive. It's not like you send in a like if every time I got a um, old picture that was taken like you know five months ago or something. I was like, seriously, why am I in this message blast? Like, I didn't sign up for it. I want an ex- exclusive picture. So, so that's like a, so like that's, a real time, like a real time picture, you know? Well, yeah. Like, at least that, that was taken like the same date. I mean, it doesn't have to be like five minutes. Uh, the, the, the picture that was taken like five minutes uh, ago, but at least it should say, oh, I don't know, this year. <laughs> I'm kidding. Just, uh, it should be really sort of, sort of life. At what point in the, in the dating really process? Otherwise, it's impolite. At what point in the dating process is it okay for the guy to send the girl a dick pic? In the dating process? Yeah. Um, that's a really good question. I think uh, uh, there's no a unique answer to that because every girl is uh, okay, can decide that for herself. But again, it shouldn't be uh, something like a. I got a present for you, bam! Like seriously, it's not a present. <laughs> okay, okay. Is there is there know, a diamond there? <laughs> how do you know if a girl is like oh like if if it's a good idea to send the girl a dick pic? Like how do because clearly you are a very like uh, you're like a a dick pic um, pr- proponent. Um, but I don't know that every girl is. I don't know that that's like something every girl share. What if like what if a girl is really skeevy or skeeved out by by dick pics? Like how do you like if a guy asked you on your on the first date like so what do you what do you what do you think about dick pics, Mila? What would you what would you tell him? So if you if you like dating someone, I, I think there's a I think there's a good answer to that. Uh, well, in in case you you don't. Like, unless you, you ask the girl, uh, like, what do you think about dick picture? Like, when, when is it appropriate uh, to send you a dick picture? Like, will you hate me after that? Uh, after that, unless you're asking that question, um, to figure out whether it's a good idea to send a dick picture is once she's, she has seen uh, that particular dick alive, uh, uh, you can send a dick picture. I think that's the rule. I think that's a good idea. Now, I think that could be like a rule, oh, right? So actually, basically, actually, once... look, actually, there's like a little saw, like in any contract that you read. Uh, like a uh, like a note, a footnote. Um, once she has seen uh, the dick live and she keeps saying it, 
you can send her a dick picture. Because if she if she has seen the dick live and she just stopped responding to your messages, do not send a dick picture. I mean, that's a bad idea. That's not going to prompt her to be like, oh, yeah, yes, it's not I like, forgot. Exactly, exactly. It's not going to work <laughs> like that. <laughs> I see, I see. Okay. So I dick picture, like, the bottom line is dick pictures should always be wanted. Amen. Amen. Let's toast to that. Let's toast to no unwanted dick pics. Um, no un- unsolicited dick pictures. That's yeah. I think that's like an assumed uh, in the Tinder agreement. Um, this was great, but let's get back to the whole idea of this online dating, the, the online dating experience. And that's really the, the thing that I think is so interesting because the online dating experience is very, very different for a guy and for a girl. And basically, like, an average dude's online dating experience is like a black hole where a lot of time goes and nothing happens. That's kind of like an average guy. Like, literally, and it's super demoralizing because you would be messaging, like, dozens and dozens of girls and you would hear nothing back. And then, like, once in a blue moon, maybe a girl will match you or, you know, in Tinder or message you back in, Cup- in OkCupid or something like that. And as so I understand... talk about your experience a little bit? That is my experience. Like, that's the experience. The experience is from... Uh, in, when you start out, you're, like, optimistic. You're like, oh, like, I found a cute girl. That's it. Must be true love. We're getting married soon and having 2.5 kids. I'm going to write her this romantic poetry about what we're going to name our children and you spend like you know a whole lot of time doing that and then you're like okay it's done i'm ready for love and nothing happens and you're like oh that's odd (laughs) so you find another girl on let's say cupid and and you kind of like you know you tone it down a little bit but you're still optimistic and nothing happens you're like well is anything going to happen at all? So you kind of like, hi, hello, like a hundred girls, and still nothing happens. And then you begin to suspect. You begin to suspect that the way this thing works is not how you thought it works. You thought you were going to find this one girl who you're just going to be gaga over, write her, she'll write back something cute, you'll muster up the courage to ask her out, you go on a fancy romantical date, walk on the beach along the something something and next thing you know you're um you're honeymooning and online dating is the exact opposite of that there's none of that that happens every almost every girl that you like you will never ever hear from most of the girls you will hear from you will literally hear from once it with like some kind of a short reply or even if it's not a short even a regular reply like they'll just reply once and then they will uh disappear and so that is the the experience of the average dude in online dating it's basically like massive massive fishing for contact and that contact happens exceedingly exceedingly low percentage at a time like less than several percent and then when it when it does happen it's it's kind of rare that it would lead to an actual date. So it's kind of a very demoralizing experience for most guys. Now, I know that there are, you know, men out there who are like, 
super attractive physically and and their pics look hot and and most girls will find them attractive and will i guess will want to message them and so there's like that small fraction of guys experience that's different but then you know those guys face a different kind of a problem spoiled for choice it's in that point it's, uh they're just swimming in like very attractive women all day long there is no reason why they would pick any one of them at any point in time and so then their experience is the is another kind of bad where they're just kind of serially going through as many girls as they'd like as often as they'd like and they have zero impetus like zero incentives to stick with any one girl like there's always a hundred girls who are slamming them with messages when they're um when they're on these dates and and at that point it's like the hotness doesn't even matter like it doesn't matter how hot the girl is because they have as hot or hotter on the ready already lined up for dates so so there's there's, it's hard to find like a good middle ground in these um in these online dating apps so it's sort of like it's it's uh feast or famine right that's i guess that's the model right feast or famine it's like either you're getting all the girls and at that point it's well you know you don't even know what to choose so you don't choose you just take them all or it's famine where like you're getting nothing and the few girls you are getting, eh, you're not that excited about, especially since maybe in the real what, world. What, what, wait a second, wait a second. What do you mean take them all? Like, it's not a, a shampoo promotion uh, at a drugstore that you take them all. Well, I mean, if you have a hundred, like, tens that are messaging you and are interested in, like, meeting you, why would you pick one ten over another ten? Why, why would you limit yourself to one ten? If you can have seven tens a week. True. True. I guess that's why people prefer not to be in a couple anymore. Because they then they never get enough of uh, any ten or nine or eight that they can uh the the, the new one that they can meet. Well that's and that's by just, the, and that's by true the way, for the really hot guys, right? Not the regular guy. Like this is the really like the hot guy who gets a lot of responses. That's their experience. And but but those are the only guys that get consistent messages from girls, and girls don't want to deal with anyone else. So girls only want those guys who have no chance of establishing a relationship with them online. Those exactly. are the only guys that girls go for. It's it's the irony of ironies. It's like, you know, girls they will always write like, I just want a serious relationship. Like they they want they want to develop something. They want to get to know a person. They want to get have a connection with a person, but the only person they're willing to respond to is the one person who has is not ready girl. for a relationship at all. They're ready, but they don't care. They don't, they're ready all day long, but why? Like why would they like why would they stop at one girl? Even if they're ready, why would they stop? You know what I mean? It's like it's it's, yeah, a, it sucks. it's a weird yeah. It sucks. Um, uh, by the way, by the way, before we switch to any other topic or before we're like way too far from what you uh, said about uh, profiles and everything, did it ever occur to you that um, maybe all of those girls that never responded uh, or just uh, sent you a response that was like, really short, maybe all of them would just dudes who changed their profile uh, into a girl's profile just to see uh, what kind of pitch line they might use. Because, you know, once you have a girl's profile, uh, you get, like, messages from different guys. And maybe they were just trying to make their own research or something. And that's why those profiles of girls, like, in quoted girls' uh, profiles, maybe that's why they never responded. 
At this point, I'm convinced that all of those girls are actually dudes that are fishing for pro, for, for messages. All of them. The hundreds and hundreds of girls, every one of them that did not respond is a dude in hiding. I am sure of this. This is guaranteed now. Or maybe uh, the tech guys, uh, those um, online dating apps, they just created those fake profiles to, uh, you know, to, to to make the account of, uh, of the accounts of to to make the account of people who are using uh, the app uh, bigger, so that they can sell more advertising. Because you know, they like I don't know about Tinder, but okay, Cupid decided to sell advertising, and oh my god, it sucks! It's so annoying. I mean, it's possible that some profiles are fake. It's possible that some profiles are um, dudes in disguise. But I think yeah. it's, I don't think it's likely that it's the overwhelming majority of them. I think the overwhelming majority is is well, it, if you think about the experience of an average girl on one of these sites, it makes sense why they behave this way. Because the behavior of an average girl on the site is their inbox is flooded with like you know, hi, hellos from hundreds of guys. My inbox, my inbox is never flooded with anything. It's never flooded with anything. No, I, and the girls that like once in a blue moon, a, a girl will write you. Usually it's not a girl you're interested in. Like that's the reality, right? Like usually it's not someone that you would write back to as rare as that happens that you receive a message. So, so given that experience on the girl side, it makes sense why, the girl won't even respond to. Like, girls have shown me snapshots. Like, I don't know if you have shown me. I don't remember. But I've seen snapshots of girls' inboxes where they show me, like, most of their messages remain unread just because there's so many of them. They're, they don't want to, like, waste their time reading their messages. At this point, they just go through, like, the pro, like the mini profile picture and figure things out that way. You know? Yeah, I like, had that experience. But, uh... Actually, I had like I think I had like stages of figuring out who that person is uh, who texted me. So, uh, like of course, the first impression was the the profile picture, and then I actually read the the whole profile. Uh, unless it was like a really long description of uh, like the the guy uh, managed to write a really long description of who he is, and there's just there's just psycho. I never I never texted back to those guys when it's like a novel. It's a fucking novel. So you read every message that was sent to you on, like, on Cupid? Uh, it's not like I read it, but I, I mean, I opened them to, okay. to be able to see the profile. And if oh, I, I like the profile, I mean, at first I looked at the picture and then I read the profile. Uh, exception, I never read a really long description, uh, of a dude because it's just too much. Like, too much. Um, and then if I like that, um, uh, because like you obviously can have a the first impression of the person you you don't know uh through the profile so uh if i like if if there was if there were no red flags to me uh I responded okay but you're, it's just you're nicer than you're you're more um not nicer but like you're more open yeah, I think to interaction I'm, I think I am nicer than I sound <laughs> in general. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. You know, like, well, I think most of the time people just think that, that I'm a cynical bitch. But um, in reality, I'm just a person who um, likes things simple and kind of perfect in a way. Ideal. Well, not like perfect, ideal. I'm an idealist, I think. 
I mean, can you be both? Can you be like a cynical bitch and like a nice idealist person at the same time? No, I think it's impossible. I think it's impossible. Yeah. I'd say the one. What what about the Tinder experience? Like, um... You tell me, I never used it. You have never used Tinder? Ever. Ever? Ever. Wow. Why not? Well, uh... First of all, I don't know. And second of all, uh, I believe it was, I believe it was you who told me that uh, you have to uh, turn on your location uh, to be able to uh, even uh, swipe for people. That's true. For people, on people. How yes. do you, what's the right, what's the right preposition for swiping? I don't think there is a, you just swipe people. Swipe people. Sounds like trashing people. Which, in fact, it's kind of true. So anyway, I mean peril, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a kind of synonym. Uh, so anyway, I think you t- it was you who told me about location, and uh, uh, well, every time I, when I was on a Cupid, and every time I turned on my location, um, there were just guys like from Connecticut and Staten Island, and just anywhere but in Manhattan. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that because, like, seriously, what's the point? So mm. I turned on my location, and I guess that's why I never went on Tinder. Oh, that's interesting. I thought you—I mean, yeah. you can limit the uh, the distance um, that you know, for for the guys that you see. I don't know how it works exactly. It doesn't really matter because uh, I'm not using that shit anymore. It's it's pretty shitty. Like, I mean, it's my all, overall it's experience right now is well, yeah. Uh, I guess the whole dating process is pretty shitty. Uh, like, you know, yeah, it's involved I know, I a lot didn't of know, I didn't know that you never used Tinder. I didn't, I didn't know that. For some reason, I thought that you had Tinder. That's interesting. Well, I don't know. Um, maybe I should get a medal or something <laughs> for at that. This point, at this point, you the probably only person could, who, yeah. The only person who never used Tinder in her life. That's good. Maybe let's keep it that way. Like, that's that's a special thing. That's like a virginity. <laughs> yeah, course. I I was just about to say, so it sounds like uh, not using drugs, like not even trying drugs. Like, you've never used Tinder? Really? It's like, like say, you've never smoked pot? Really? <laughs> like, Mila, like save, it for, save it for marriage. <laughs> Sa- save it for your husband. Yes. <laughs> Honey, I've never Tindered anyone. And you will be first. That I tender. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, I did not. That's good. I think that's good. I think that's good. Um, tender is as much. I mean, it's the same kind of a, a a time sink as as any other kind of online dating. Although I have to say, like, I kind of I got away from all online dating, and when I do pop back on the scene, it's usually with Tinder, just because Tinder is. I think Tinder is like the easiest one. It's like the 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 most like accessible drug, if you will, right? It's like you don't have to do a lot of registration, you don't have to do a lot of anything. The profile is really easy, the mechanism is really easy and and it's on your phone and and that's it. Swipe 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 and you're done. I think that's what it is. It's kind of like puts it all in your hand and and it it's sort of the easiest one to uh to operate. Um lowest barrier to to creating a to to getting on the whole um online dating map from all the other ones so remind me uh, i don't know if we talked about that like a long time ago but i kind of forgot because we talked a lot uh remind me 
what was your weirdest uh, experience with with the girls in online dating? Like starting oh, wow. from messaging and not to like meeting them and maybe dating them. I mean, this is this is gonna sound like, tw- bad, like twice, like meeting them twice, because that's a lot for you. <laughs> that's true. That is a lot. So for, first, it's gonna sound bad because like I don't have a, like one experience that comes to mind because it's been I don't know, on and off, fifteen years. Like obviously, you know, not when I had girlfriends or whatever, but it's it's over. You know, it's about fifteen years of online dating. So like going through fifteen years of history and like trying to figure out what was weirdest or what was whatever. I don't remember most of it. I don't remember like 99% of it um, through all of the different sites. How about, how about like, just Tinder? And... Not, not 15 years of online dating, uh, but just Tinder. Well, on Tinder, nothing weird happens because it's so simple and mechanical. Um, it's not an easy question for me to answer. So I have to figure out like which of the girls I met from Tinder. The, but the bottom line is like, I don't think I've, I haven't had like a, I haven't had a monstrosity of an, like, I've never had a guy show up instead of a girl, right? That's never happened to me. Um, I've never had a girl show up like with a pet. Oh, I, I can't, well, okay. So I did have one girl show up with her baby. Like that happened once. So and the first date. First date. Yeah. I went, uh, yeah. Uh, Truth be told, she did warn me. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't a surprise. Like, oh, by the way, I'm bringing, like, oh, by the way, here's my baby too. Like, no, she was like, well, I'm, I'm, I have, I have, I have a kid and I have to watch my kid. You know, I'm, if we go on a date, I'd have to bring him. And I'm like, I'm desperate. So I'm going to be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> bring the kid. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, we'll figure it out on the spot what to do with the kid. Um, so yeah, that was kind of a weird first date, probably one of my top 10 weirdest first dates. But again, like it wasn't, it wasn't dismal. It was just kind of, you had a little kid who just did what little kids do. Like, you know, you ran around, you know, played with stuff and, and while we talked, um, there was no second date on my, you know, on my volition that time because this is all too much. Um, (laughs) but but that did happen. So, yeah, I guess that's, you know, that's a weird date. Yeah, for sure. But uh yeah, I don't I don't think um I don't I don't think I've had like anything like extremely weird. Or... G- generally people aren't like crazy or or if they are so crazy, I probably won't ask them out on a date, right? So, like by the time you're out on a date with me, there's been some minimal filtering happening. You know, How do you figure out that the person is crazy? How do you filter? Like, what are your, what are your red flags? Uh, you know what red flags are, right? They're they're like blue flags, but different color. Well, the red flag is like a sign that uh, you you don't like something about the person, and uh, you you should not ignore that. Because if you do, you you'll just end up all. Crying and drunk, <laughs> but that's, that's just my like, red flags. <laughs> that, that, you know what? It's it's tr- like true. They they do say like that's a red flag, but isn't that like terrible? Like what if people re- like what if someone really likes a red flag? Like that's kind of a being a hater to all the other colored flags, isn't it? Like why can't we say that's a purple flag? 
Like that's my purple flag. Like the purple flag is terrible. Well, because red, it's it's about the color. Because red grabs your attention, and uh, th that's why you like when you drive and you stop to the red light. You don't stop to green light. What? what? Red I is like know. a. Really, other um, colors don't grab your attention. Only red. I mean, no, they all they all do. It's just uh, like every color has a certain message. But, but don't change the subject. <laughs> Do not change the subject. No, I think it's it's a fair question. It's like why are we all like so ganged up against red and red flags? Like why not be more, you know, egalitarian with our colors and Okay, just, you, you know, can pick the color. It's up to you. You can pick the color. What's your color? Why whatever. Let's let's leave it with red flags. So yeah, I mean, what are what are my red flags? Well, well, first of all, like um, I don't, again, like when matches do happen, it's not that often, right? So it's not like I'm going through hundreds of girls and being like, well, most of you are weird or red flagged, so not going to, right? It's, there's, there's a few matches that you get. The few matches that you do get, the red, a uh, red flag, I think my, my red flags is like if a girl says something ridiculously stupid. Like, for example, like I would ask a girl, like, hey, you know, do you want to, do you want to hang out tomorrow night? And, I don't hear, and like we've been kind of chatting back and forth, right? And so the last thing I asked her was like, do you want to hang out tomorrow night, another night, whatever. And I don't hear from her for like a long time, for like a day, right? So in a day, I'll write her another note. By the way, bad idea, generally not a good idea to do this, but whatever the circumstance, maybe like I was low on time and like I only had a few windows of opportunity to meet this girl. So I would write her another note um, and I would be like, so are you like deep in thought about my question? To which, after a few hours, she would reply, I generally don't think deeply about anything. That's like a red flag right there. Like, that's an, an answer that I will not respond to and I will not ask this girl out on an actual date. Like, that, I will rescind my original, I will retract my original date offer as a result of that response because that is like a girl basically you know, Basically, flaunting. literally uh, admitting that she's stupid. Like not admitting, but like flaunting her, like just like flaunting her. Um, I don't know, like not being a person of any substance, which is not something that I like. I, I mean, like you know, different strokes for different folks. Maybe some people, and not maybe, definitely a lot of people are just cool with a lot of surface stuff, but that just doesn't happen to be my interest and that's something that can get a girl disqualified with me so that's more like a disqualifier if you want to call it a red flag you could what's another red flag like red flags are when a girl takes a, all the pictures in the girl's profile are all exactly the same they all are like from one angle like it's like one angle of her face and it's always that zoom on her face and it's just like the good places. like the good side the good side yeah of her yeah face. like yeah the girl that's like only has one good side of her face in every picture like that's a red flag um, really oh yeah huge because that says so much to me that that says a lot actually girls who just zoom in on the face and like don't show any other part of their body in the picture that's a red flag too but not for the reason that you might think it's not because like oh i think she's probably fat so i don't want no it tells me that the girl is not confident it tells me that the girl is not proud of the way she looks. She doesn't like the way she looks. That's a big red flag. Because 
that's the biggest sort of mistake that girls make is like not liking the way they look because they think there's a right way to look. If girls only knew how many men go bonkers for larger size girls, girls with rounder faces, girls with narrower faces, tall girls, short girls, there's men that go for all sorts of things that go crazy for all sorts of things. But there's a fad of the moment where, okay, the, the fad of the last few decades has been you have to be skinny. And so like, the the larger size girls bought into this myth and are and the problem is not that they're larger size the problem is that they are not confident about how they look and they think it's bad that they look a certain way so they'll like doctor up their images so you can't see how they truly look or or like for example in asia right there's a big fad in asia right now for elongated skinny faces the girls are doing surgeries to make their faces look more elongated like an oval, like a stretched oval. How do they do that? They do that by taking fat and bone out of their cheekbones. Oh my god. Of, no, actually, of, actually, and, you know what? I don't want to know. No, I don't want to know. I changed my mind. I don't want to know well, how they do that. And out of their jaws, right? So they, they file up their jaws and they file up... The, it's, a, it's, a, it's a plastic surgery. Uh, but basically the end result of of filing up those ends of the face is that it makes the face look thinner, like more narrow. Because for whatever reason, someone over the last, and this is recent, this is over the last decade, somebody decided that round faces are bad and narrow faces are good. I can tell you personally, I prefer rounder faces. I think this is hilarious that these girls do this because I know, like, I know that I'm attracted to rounder faces. I found that about myself. Like, I will look at two faces, and if a girl has a narrower face, I will I will be less attracted to that face, generally. Because these are girls who are, like, mutilating themselves to look a certain way that they picked up on some social signals that that's the right way to look, when that's actually going to turn off a bunch of dudes. That's going to turn off a bunch of men from finding them attractive. So it's that. So when when you see when you see a girl trying to look a particular way, like or a particular style in her pics, that's a girl trying to emulate what she sees in magazines, and that's not a girl who's confident about her own look, has her own sense of style, has her own has her own is proud of of the way that she is, and that's a very healthy mindset. And when I don't see that, I will automatically, quote unquote, deduct points for not having a healthy mindset. That's that's a very important thing. So yes, yeah, so that's a red flag. Like if a girl doesn't appear confident, that's a red flag. Well, no wonder you're single because there aren't so many confident girls. So like I don't know, twelve. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the reason I'm saying <laughs> I'm looking for my uh, for my dozen for my for my very special dozen yeah. of girls. Um, yeah, I mean that's you know that's certainly one one aspect of it. I was I just thought I just thought of another red flag and another red flag that I find on girls' profiles is if they're like very aggressive towards men or aggressive towards anyone like I, there will be profiles on girls that that are kind of like lashing out against the kind of experience they've had in online dating. So for example, there there will be a profile that says something similar to look men I, you know, I'm tired of getting these one night stand offers. Make sure you don't talk to me about sex in your messages. 
and I'm here only for serious relationships and if you're not wearing a shirt then you definitely should have messaged me and if you're a lefty you better get the hell off my profile and if you have long hair that's not gonna cut it and blah 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 like these kinds of things that's a big red flag for me right because again that's a sign of like a mental state of a girl that to me is not a person who I want to spend time with this kind of a very nasty negative agitated human being i that that's an automatic left swipe hilariously these are the same girls that always look like that there's this typical look that you find in like magazines like they all have that look they they found that look in magazines that i guess a lot of men will swipe right on and then want sex with and then they're like what what are these men all all want sex with me even though I look like a, you know, one of the sluts in the magazine. Um, yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> like they, uh, that's actually a certain type of girls, uh, I guess. They, uh, they take a picture, uh, in, a, in a, in a swimming suit and then they complain about like, oh my god, man, all the one sex from me. Well, hello, you're like naked, like almost naked in that picture. So you, you want to be treated like a, like an Einstein or something? Just change the picture for God's sakes. Change the message that you send in with the picture. I, I think you have to be, like, bigger-minded about the whole thing. It doesn't matter what, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, the pictures will, will entice that. But in the end of the day, men are men, and a lot of men will behave this way, and there's nothing stopping them from doing that, and they're they're kind of naturally... Well, there's nothing... Actually, there's nothing wrong with uh, with the fact that men want sex. It's, it's okay. It's great, actually. In fact, like... If, if I had to talk about myself, I would be offended if uh, men wouldn't like if men would reject not to have sex with me. Like if they rejected me and they said, uh, like, "No, no, 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 thank you." Like I would be offended in a way. I think. I mean, not that I would, would, not that I would care, but uh, if they're like, uh, this is yeah, it's a big topic. Big topic, and we only have like less than ten minutes. But it's actually a really great topic. I definitely want to talk to you about this. Kind of the idea of like. You know, why is it bad for a guy to, for the first message from a guy to be like, you know, let's have lots of sex. That's terrible. But, in, you know, when a girl likes a guy, like, that's, you know, that's that's a great thing. Like, that's what she wants. She wants a guy who wants to have a lot of sex with her. So, so I guess like, that's an official announcement of the next episode. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, we'll talk about, you know, why, why like, what is that split, right? What is that... um what is that difference? Uh, why is it bad to just open with, hey, let's, yeah, let's speak, have some sex? By the way, speaking about those angry uh, profiles, uh, I saw a couple of profiles of men uh, writing some angry stuff. Uh, and that that was usually, well, obviously it wasn't about sex, it was about, like, uh, that was a, a clear message for uh, girls, uh, or like gold diggers. Like, hello, you gold diggers or sluts. I'm not gonna buy you dinner, so do not swipe right on me. I'm only looking for nice, cute, down-to-earth girls, <laughs> something like that. I and by the way, like the male have... version of these kinds of girls, yeah, right? Exactly, exactly. This is the, the male version of it. And by the way, something I personally noticed, like I'm not uh, sure uh, if it's true or not, but just something I've noticed. Every time a man mentions on his uh, dating profile or just says it out loud that he's pretty down-to-earth guy and that's what he wants in a girl, usually he's pretty stingy. (laughs) 
That's just how I know means stingy. That's interesting. Yeah. 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 Apparently, it's uh, it, it, being down to earth means uh, equals stingy. Interesting. My I God, I have that. I have I have the whole my God I have the whole chapter in the new book about, about that. You'll read it. Okay. About stinginess or about about being down to earth or about both. Both. <laughs> both. All right. I look forward to that chapter. Let's chat about some other stuff. Let's chat about let's let's throw in in the last five eight minutes that we have the fact that. Your ex-boyfriend wanted to pick me up from the airport. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, how did that? So how would that come up? Like, how did that come up in conversation? So you guys are just chatting away. He's, you know, he messages you right out of nowhere or whatever, and you're like, oh yeah, my friend is coming down to the city, and to your city, and and he's like, oh great, so I'm gonna go to the airport and pick him up and drive him where he has to go. Like, how does that happen? Like, where? How did how did that occur? Well. Uh, we we actually just keep in touch because and that that's uh, to be honest that's the the only uh, ex that I actually talk to because you know my opinion about that like why would I even talk to my ex why would I talk right. to someone who broke my heart so in this case <laughs> I was the one who broke his heart so we're friends so it's fine so you can talk <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah I'm I'm fine with that I mean he's over that he's been over that uh, since like forever well it, it and I told you he's a good person and um, and all of that. And uh, when you told me that you're gonna be in uh, uh, in that city and like where my ex lives, um, and I I was trying to to help you find uh, the um, like maybe having a, a contact number of a taxi service, uh, like a local taxi service, unless there's a, there's a problem with Uber. Uh, you know, it's always nice to have another option. Just in case, and uh, he was the first person I thought about, and I asked him about that, and he was like, "Why do you need a taxi? Like, are you in town? Uh, like, I can meet you at the airport." Uh, I'm like, "No, no, no, I'm not in town, but my good friend is." He was like, "Okay, fine, I can meet him at the airport. <laughs> no problem." <Amazing. laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it'll be like, it'll be uh, like a French movie. Uh, like a really crazy French movie. Well, any French movie is kind of crazy, but this would be a really crazy one if uh, you were my boyfriend, like an actual boyfriend, and my ex would meet you. <laughs> that would I mean, be that would be. Fun. Do you think yeah, he would that still would be offer? Do you think he would still offer to me if if I were? I don't know. Boyfriend? Look, I don't know. Uh, he uh, he he never um, he never tried to figure out what what kind of relationship I have with you. And, uh, you know, you can call a friend like any, any dude, right? Right, right, so, right. And, yeah. um, usually if it's just friendship, uh, it's like you, you, you kind of have to say that, um, uh, at least a couple of times, you know, it's just a friend is just a friend. Right. Just yes. a friend. I think legally <laughs> yeah. three times you have but, to say, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But people don't <laughs> really believe it anyway. So. <laughs> like after, after repeating it three times, after being completely, uh, legit, uh, I just, stop uh, telling that and I'm like yeah whatever like you can think whatever that I just fuck all what if he what if he actually wanted to penises. kill me is, is it possible that he just wanted well, well, to murder me why would he do that because he's a jealous ex-boyfriend no look look if he if he wanted to do something to me he would probably have to kill me not you that's not how people think that's way too logical people are crazy 
Well, yeah, but I don't think he would kill you. <laughs> Rape you? Well, yeah. I mean, you're pretty cute. Uh, so, uh... thanks. <laughs> uh... Yeah, but that was uh, that was crazy. I mean, y- you know what would be even crazier, uh, and that would be a real French movie. If you were my actual boyfriend now, and my ex-boyfriend turned out to be gay. I mean, that would be crazy if he that picked you is... up at the airport. I mean, that's the story. That's the perfect story for raping. <laughs> Somehow, yeah. I, why do they? Do, why do all these stories end in me getting raped? Like, how's that? <laughs> there must be another way. There must be another way. I just, I just want you to get laid, sweetie. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate it. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm you know, almost, I, I'm almost I don't there. Want I'm you. almost. I'm almost at, at a point where I might need that. Where I might, I'll take anything. Bring on uh, the ex-boyfriend. Um, no. But, yeah, that was a crazy story. <laughs> but no. Yeah, no. I think. I mean, I actually. This, it's funny because you said that you're like, hey, he can pick you up. But like, it's 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 weird, right? Because the, when you first say it, it sounds like a cool kind of an easy like, oh, this is convenient. Like, that was my first thought. I was like, okay, like, this is convenient. Like, I'm just going to get picked up at the airport. Doo-doo-doo. And then, like, two seconds later, I'm like, wait a second. Like, So you thought it's too good to be true? No, that it can't be no, that easy? It's, well, it's not that it's too good to, it's, it, I don't know if I can use the too good to be true on this one. It's, I, I would rather use the, well, won't this be really awkward, like, thing. I'd rather use that. I think I think that was my thought. At first I was like, oh that's convenient, you know, new city, I don't really know anything. Um and wouldn't it be nice somebody just boom swoops me off my feet <laughs> like, <laughs> but, you know, carries me into their car <laughs> like and drives me to where I need to go. But but then I'm like, no wait a second, that's gonna be super awkward. Like I don't know this dude. Like why is this dude picking me up? Uh, I hope you realize that uh, he's probably subscribed to this talk. Uh, well, I wish him well. <laughs> and uh, I hope he doesn't rape me. That's the best I can do right now. That's maybe maybe we should interview him and ask the uh, the person of the actual event. Like, why did you decide to just he, he could be pick our first guest. Friend. He could be our first yeah, the, podcast the, 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 guest. The guest. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah. in a, in a future episode, we'll uh, we'll give him his, to, to voice his side of the story and uh, give him an opportunity to voice his side of the story. And, um, and well, see, we'll, like we'll, actually, to be, to be honest, mind. to be honest, I was a little surprised when he suggested because it's not like I asked him to pick you up at the airport. He was the one who suggested. I'm like, why would you do that? I mean, we're not that big of friends. I mean, we're. We keep in touch, but it's not like we're best friends ever. Uh, he was like, "Why not?" <laughs> and I believe my reaction was like, "Are you out of uh, people you know in the city? So you just want to talk to someone new?" <laughs> and he's like, "Well, how yeah, bored are like you, that. Dude? How bored are you? Like, how much free time do you have that you just want to go to airports, drive random men to where they need to go? Like, you know, that's <laughs> that." Oh, what are you doing today? Oh, I don't know. I couldn't think of anything. So I'm just going to go to the airport, pick up some dude, and drop drop him off. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you for joining. This was the Artem and Mila podcast. Do something productive with your time. Don't go to airports to pick up random dudes you don't know. If you like what you heard, please like and subscribe. 
You can tweet at us at the AM Talk. You can find us on YouTube or SoundCloud by searching for Arts Mamila. As always, tell your friends, tell your relatives, don't tell your mama. Until next time.